Welcome to It's Still Happening, the only podcast created to inspire and support women who are the first in their families to break generational patterns, raise the bar, and create the life you desire and deserve through ancestral healing. I'm your host, Ash Johns. I'm an author, guide, and creative. And what I know for sure is we all have generational debris and generational superpowers within us that impact who we are, how we show up, and the quality of our lives. It's my hope that you both clear and connect with yours, experience the transformation that naturally flows as a result, and step into your power and leadership as a creational woman modeling what's possible when we heal and grow from our roots. If you've always felt called to walk your own path in life and are ready to create a ripple effect in your world, you're in perfect company. And if you've been desiring to break barriers and know that the past, present, and future are always intertwined, you found this podcast in divine timing. This is your invitation to pull up a chair and get out your notebook as I teach lessons learned and insights emerging from walking my own path of freedom. I hope to inspire you to do the same. Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, just a heads up that this episode of It's Still Happening podcast has a little bit of noise, pollution, and distraction in it. It is not recorded in the same quality of audio as I usually do because I was not in my usual recording location. So I'm asking for your grace. I'm asking you to look beyond and through these slight audio imperfections, such as the peacocks peacocking, (laughs) and enjoy this message and this session. Thank you for your grace and enjoy the show. All right, everyone. Welcome back to It's Still Happening podcast. This is actually my first time ever creating any content like today's episode. I'm not really one to create content based on holidays or trends or like current events or even about what everyone's talking about online. Even in my personal life, I tend to wait until years after the most popular movie that everyone's ranting and raving about. I will wait until the series is over. The movie is like no one's talking about it anymore. It's dead and gone, quote unquote. Something new has come out and then I will watch it or then I will talk about it. But because of the experience that I just had this past week and even coming into this second week, right? And to give you context, those of you who are listening from the future, which technically all of you are, we've just come out of the 2023 Eclipse Gate. It is fresh energy coming through. A lot of us are reorienting ourselves and like wrapping up the bow of huge change and transformation we've been feeling for a long time. I know that I definitely have been. And so because of that, I had such a beautiful experience with my mother. Well, not because of that, but in conjunction or, you know, happening at the same time, my mom came down to visit. And it's so interesting because her visit was originally to see both my youngest brother and I, but because he was out of town, I actually was able to enjoy all of my mom's time myself. So why am I talking about this? And what do I mean around trends and making content based on what's happening in the world is that we're coming up on Mother's Day. And it was not, it didn't even dawn on me when she booked her travels that we were going to be spending time so close to Mother's Day. And so even before I get into today's topic, I want to preface and say that if you are someone such as I have been in the past, who has had a challenging relationship with your mother, um, who 
don't have a relationship with your mom, never had a relationship with your mom, or really struggling with your relationship with your mom, any of those things. And even if you have a fantastic relationship with your mom, I invite you to breathe and take your time as I reflect over our visit and kind of share some amazing moments, healing moments, loving moments, affirming moments, growth moments, elevated moments with my mom in hopes that it inspires and blesses you as it did for me. So again, if you do have a challenging relationship or just wish that your relationship was different, or even if it is the way that you want it to be, I want you to like take your time, breathe through, honor what is, what can be, and what may never be, you know, because I would have like a whole entire show if I were to document my relationship with my mother, and that's not what we're doing. (laughs) But I do want to celebrate how far we've come and how this recent visit was such a reflection of the work that I have done in me to be the catalyst, to be the pattern breaker, to be a new standard, a shining light, a receptive vessel, to facilitate a relationship that I've always wanted and that I needed. And also to, yeah, just shift the dynamics that compared to what we've had in the past. (sighs) What an intro, right? Like, what an intro. And by the time this episode comes out, we will already have passed Mother's Day. And so depending on how your Mother's Day went, you get to use this episode to support you. And you know what? And let me also say something else. I feel like there has been this trying to fix or like we're so fixated on the relationship with our direct mother or mother figure or lack thereof that we forget our mothers and even our existence as women and feminine people, that it's not just about the actual mother as a person or mother figure as a person or lack of the mother figure as a person. Whatever we're experiencing with our mothers and in our lives and who we are as women is a reflection of a lot of things that's happened to a lot of people all the way down our maternal lineages, whether that is our mother's mother's line or our father's mother's line. And to expand that even more, for those of you who are not as familiar with my work, it is also reflected in the people and the energies from our mother's father's line and our father's father's line. Because the mother wound, the mother conditioning, the mother patterning, the maternal instincts, All of that is weaving in and out regardless to your sex or your gender or which side of the lineage you're on. All of us came from a mother. All of us came from the land of this earth. All of us came from someone who carried us in whatever way that they did, she did, for us to be here. And so I want to, as I talk about my own mother, I'm going to be opening the aperture and kind of weaving through or illuminating some of the patterns that have really, it's not about my mom. It's not about just me. It is about the entire system of people and system of experiences that we have inherited and that has been programmed in our psyche, in our cells, in our energy field, right? In our beliefs, all of those things. And then obviously in our bodies, but I'm just talking about from like the smallest energetic level. So (laughs) I just feel like every time we talk about or people talk about, this is my first time doing it, Mother's Day or, you know, honoring the mother, we're always looking at it from the context of our immediate maternal figure. And there's so much more. There's the people who have mothered us. There is Mother Earth. 
There is the whole lineage of mothers who birth the person who birth the person who birth the person who birth you, people you don't even know, right? But I know from our human minds, it's easy for us to just focus on our direct umbilical cord connection. But I want you for a moment to think about all of the wombs and all of the umbilical cords that pass down information to love, exist, survive, be, hold, endure, sacrifice, expand, nourish, and all of those things can be seen in a positive way, in a loving maternal way, in the way that we want to, and also nourishment and expansion and things in ways that didn't feel good, right? So we assign positive and negativity to these experiences that we've inherited and that we experience with our own mothers in maternity. Maternity, that's an interesting way to use that. But I just want to give grace. Our minds love to just fixate on the person in the position closest to us. But the truth is, if we, again, open the aperture, if we zoom out, this is a system, this is a movement, this is an epidemic, if you will. Because <laughs> I know there's such a movement right now of people talking about how their mothers were narcissists or even their partners, but that's another episode for another time. And for me, I'll be honest with you, and this is not to discredit or dilute or, you know, talk badly about anyone's experience and what they're doing in therapy to heal what they need to heal and move how they need to move. And this movement of just calling everyone a narcissist is just, it never set right with me because I think of what created the experience of quote unquote DVSM book, medical book of diagnosing narcissism, like all these disorders that we're running around this world and internet using and sitting in these chairs and talking to doctors, using within the context of just our personal life is a reflection, is a symptom, is a survival pattern of many years, many generations, centuries of conditioning. And so I've, I've learned in my own life and also with my clients that every time we allow ourselves to zoom out and look at the system of our lineages and how it's manifesting in our lives and the system of our family dynamics and the system of our relationship to the maternal, to our mothers, to the energy of mothering and nurturing, we get more information and we can understand, but also change our behaviors, transmute the energy, transmute the meaning, alchemize it evolve, grow, heal, and be an example of what's possible as opposed to making sense of it in a way that labels and blames. And don't get me wrong, we've all been hurt by people. You know, I'm not going to ever name my mother as a narcissist or any other label, but there's ways in which she has mother that has harmed me and there's ways in which I have daughter that has harmed her, let's be honest, right? Over the years, I've had clients who had done years of therapy with their relationship with their mothers and their fathers. And looking at their mother wounds and maternal wounds, when we did whole lineage healing or when they embarked on the whole ancestral healing journey, which, by the way, is never about the lineage as a whole. It's really about your freedom and who you are becoming so you can step into your role and your power and so on and so forth. But there's many podcast episodes and YouTube videos for you to explore and emails and all the things for me that you can explore on that. But when they did this work... They were like, oh my God, I have so much. And again, I get teary-eyed here. Like compassion, compassion for the person who held the mother pole or the maternal energy or the nurturing energy. There's so much compassion in understanding the circumstances and seeing what it was before and what it can be through you, right? It's like coming out of the weeds on the ground and getting in a helicopter 
and being able to actually see where you're at and what you're working with and being like, oh my God, on the ground, it seemed like it was the most catastrophic flood. And it was, it was, I mean, I live in South Florida, so like it was a huge flood, but as soon as you come up, you're like, oh, okay, I see how this was caused. And like, we just need to set up the levees differently and drain this and like do this and move this and level up the land and look at the weather patterns. And I now can evolve. Like, the cycle of flooding is not going to necessarily end in my lifetime. Mother wounds won't end in my lifetime. However, the growth and the healing that I do will transform this phenomenon. Will the strategies that I put in place, the healing that I do, me looking at the whole big picture here, I can respond to it differently. I can lead my life differently so that over the years, we don't have these issues as strongly when they come up, right? Such an interesting analogy, but I think it fits the bill. So let's come into the storytelling because as y'all know, if you're familiar with me and if you're not, hi. <laughs> I always love to share personal stories because I, I feel that it truly illuminates experiences that helps you see yourself in someone. And you might get something from my story that I didn't even expect you to, but it helps you on your path. So I'm never sharing personal stories just for the sake of being vulnerable in a person talking on the internet. Like it's because I know it's a gift. I know it helps people. I know I've taught in many different ways and people always come back to you. Oh my God, thank you for telling that story. It really brought to life what you were saying. It illuminated and changed things in me beyond just my mental understanding. It dropped into my heart. It dropped into my energy field and it, it changed me. So shout out to those of us who share our stories and teach by, as I say, my saying is I teach by living. I teach by living. So <laughs> let me give you some context. My mom is like, the sweetest lady. And I know we all say these things when we like have a good relationship with our moms. We're like, oh, it's good. And it's true. She is a very simple lady. And by simple, I don't mean like homely, but just like she's easy to please. Like she just really rolls with things and observes people and, and just likes to create comfort for folks. Like she's really, really good at that. In fact, anytime that I have moved, Anytime I'm going to travel, I love, if I can, to have my mom come into town and like pack for me, clean for me, organize for me. Because if it's up to me, I pack at the last minute. If it's up to me, I unpack like two months later. <laughs> it's a whole thing. And she's really, really good at it. And she wastes no time. However, when she comes to visit me, it's always an experience of like she gets here and she will do the housekeeping and the nurturing and like all the cool stuff and like cook or like let's buy the food or this is what we're going to eat. But like, I plan things. Like I am the, this is where we're going to go. How do you feel about this? We can do this. This is what's happening. You know, I always drive. And so I definitely step more into my doing and my masculine energy. And she's in like the maternal mothering energy. And then we do this little dance, right? But I have definitely been going through a life transformation, becoming a fiance, just coming off of my six month sabbatical with business and traveling the world for six months. And changing where I live and I'm soon to change where I live again. Like there's been a lot of change. And so she didn't tell me this until after she left, but she's like, I just had the mothering, like nurturing nudge that I needed to come and love on you, that I needed to be there and to allow you to be in a different space for a moment and remember who you are. And me in my like, I'm a big girl and I'm here. I like, I do so much for my family. I've done so much for my mom. Like I'm the person that no one has to worry about. I was just kind of like, yeah, 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 mom, thanks. You always say that. But I'll tell you in the experience, 
I had to open and receive my mother's mothering in a way that I have never done before in a level of appreciation that I truly feel I have never done before. It was like we were in a sink. Like I was in such a state of transformation that I was used to living with myself, like being in my body, experiencing myself daily, that the change of moving to, you know, an Airbnb, beautiful Airbnb that she picked out because she loves, I have a certain style of Airbnb. So she picked something that's totally my style, which I loved. And she said that, you know, she's like, I knew this would be your thing. Like you would love this. And to go into a new space with her and it's just me, her and Ziggy, who right now is getting like attacked by mosquitoes. <laughs> and to allow myself to relax and allow myself to be around her, not to experience my mother and show her around town and go places and do things together, but simply to be there in her presence and allow her loving mother energy to pour upon me. I have mothered myself very well for a long time. As I said, my teenage years were horrific, like horrific. I was a completely different person. I definitely could have been dead by now or like, I'm not even joking, like seriously. And so I don't remember why I brought that up, but like to go from that to now this, where I can just be around her and feel her energy and receive it and like allow her to mother me as a grown 36-year-old woman was a moment. Hello, lovely. I hope you're enjoying this episode of It's Still Happening podcast. I want to pop in just a short moment to actually share with you that I have an invitation. If listening to this episode so far has helped you realize you need to be in a space to be nourished and nurtured, have fun and play, relax and explore, and essentially open up to the magic that you are and that your life is, I want to extend an invitation and invite you to the Elevating Woman Retreat. It is happening this year, 2023, August 31st through September 3rd in beautiful Baja, California, sir, with myself and 14 other amazing women. I believe one of those spots is yours. If you're feeling the burnout of being a mom, or if you feel that you have not nurtured yourself in the way that you most need to step into the life and destiny that you deserve and desire, and this is definitely the place for you. This retreat is designed to call you into your power, let you see yourself differently, shift your identity, and hold you in the highest regard so that you can return to life as a full, whole, powerful, creational woman. Check out the information in the show notes, and if you have questions or want to talk about what this retreat can do for you and what to expect, reach out directly to me. I'd be happy to have a conversation. And whether or not you're ready for the retreat, I know you're probably interested in exploring ancestral healing, accessing and healing the mother wound within your lineage and your life. And you can do that in a guided experience I have already prepared for you inside of my intermediate bundle, Healing Your Ancestral Lineage, Becoming a Generational Pattern Breaker. In it, I guide you through what it's like to access the mothers in your maternal lineage, identify and heal your mother wound, and also start to feel the blessings and support of all the women in your lineage, as I've talked about in this episode. Check out the link to access that bundle at a beautiful price in the show notes. I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. 
it was a moment. It was a moment that I will never forget and always cherish. Because there is something that I realized. My mom has said stuff over the years. I've also like mothered my brothers and mothered other people, obviously. But my mom has always said our style of dealing with my brothers in particular is very different because she is an actual birth mother. She birthed them. And so she tends to get really soft with them. And I'm a little bit more like, I will give you inspiration and softness, but then I will also hold like a very strong, fiery, like boundary, like you must man up, you know? And so there's times where I'll be honest with y'all, I have criticized her mothering and been like, the way that you are going about doing this with them or with me, I don't agree with. And, you know, I actually attended a mother webinar by the coach, therapist, writer, author, Bethany Webster recently. And I've had her book and I've known about her work for years. And I just attended it just because I was like, I know this woman and I've heard of her. Our work is supportive to each other. I should check out, you know, like, just go to this. And so I was listening and it was really beautiful. Like, shout out to her, check out her work, check out her book. But as the women were sharing in the chat, there were so many things people were talking about that I realized I didn't resonate with. I didn't experience feeling like I'm in competition with my mother or there's not enough space for me and her to exist together or that I couldn't speak up and say my, my truth. I have always been like, and this is just me being a, a feisty, like, first house Aries kind of person where I was like, listen, I'm going to say what I have to say, even if you punch me in the lips, which my mom has totally done before, but that's no judgment to her. That's just the generation she was raised in. We could talk about all that stuff later, but I bring that up to say, I definitely communicated with my mother things that I didn't agree with her the way that she mothered. And it was hard for her to receive that. And sometimes she didn't receive it at all. But on this trip, it was beautiful to see this dance of my maternal energy meeting her and giving her feedback and and talking with her in ways that was supportive to her while also being able to receive her mothering and maternal energy in the way that I deeply and desperately I would even say needed it was such a dance of womanhood of nurturing of seeing each other of sensing what each other needs and wants and being able to do it in a way that did not deplete either one of us. It was like such a celebration and such a glorious moment. Like it was just so beautiful to the point that it was so hard to leave. I was just like, let's extend, like let's stay together longer. And I don't think I've ever had a moment, sorry mom to say this, where I was like, oh my God, I don't want her to leave. You know, I knew I needed to like get even more in my own space to integrate some of the loving and nurturing that she gave me so I can implement it in my life. I do that in all areas. It's not just spirituality. It's not just a retreat or a workshop. Like I'm always integrating and taking the lessons and putting it into like fully into my body, not just my physical body, but like my existence body. But still at this end of this visit, I was just like, wow, I didn't know I needed the medicine of mother. I didn't. And I didn't know I could appreciate it at the level that I did. So I want to highlight a couple things that I did and she did that was new for us and monumental. Like monumental. The first thing is my mother is a very giving mother, right? I've been blessed with that. She will give you the shirt off your back even if you're not her child. And if you're her child, she's like ready to pour her like slight of service and pour blood into your mouth. Like if you need to give you her own blood transfusion. And so because of that, sometimes I've been like, no, stop giving. You've done enough. I'm independent. I'm good. I'm a grown woman. Let me give to you, mom. But this time I actually allowed myself to receive. And that's 
a representative of my growth. And it allowed her to experience being a mom and doing in a way that is just built. Like my mom was built to be a mom, you know? And I saw how good it made her feel to give, and which was also amazing. She didn't give to depletion. So in that, I allowed myself to receive in ways that I've never received before. Like my mom was like, please, I actually want to cover the Airbnb. I want to get another Airbnb and you go on another little staycation because I'm really in like a staycation moment right now. <laughs> and like going different places still in the area, but just to have a different vibe. And I was like, no. And then I was like, actually, yes, I will receive your gifts. I will receive your gifts. You are pouring into me in ways that I need to receive it. And we will see the fruit of you doing so and of me receiving it and allowing my seeds to be tended to very soon. You know, this is huge growth, in my opinion, of my mother is that she knew when to stop. Sometimes my mom love has loved so much. And you guys know if you have a mother this way that loves so much that she would just keep giving and keep giving. And at the end of the day, she's like exhausted. And all of my mother girlfriends talk about this too. They're just like, as a mom, you just want to do it. But then there's, I forgot about myself. And I saw my mom not do that for the first time on this trip where she was like, okay, good night. Like, okay, deal with that later. And there's a lot of reasons why that is happening. The wisdom of her age. If you follow me on Instagram, you know, my mother is a newlywed. She recently got married for the second time. And that was like a huge phenomenon. We had done some personal work together to support that happening and also it was just God's plan like truly and to see my mom give allow me to receive and then for her to still be filled up was just such a gift I don't know if you've ever experienced seeing your mom do good in a way that takes away from her and how that that made me feel very sad I, it made me want to and and again therapists and People who specialize in this work will talk about and label this as codependency and da 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 and all these things. And that's fine and dandy. But at the end of the day, the personal experience of me wanting to save or to give to my mom or to take care of her or to alleviate her survival patterns, it's not just a me, a thing that needs to be labeled. It is a relationship that's been passed down in our lineage. So for me to not do that, for her to not get herself to that place was massive like massive change, massive growth, massive evolution, massive restoration of the existence and the expression of our woman and of our maternal instincts. And I love it because this, one of the reasons in my 20s, I chose not to become a mother was because what I witnessed and what I saw both in my family and in the culture and in the culture of just women and mothers was that we'll, we're willing to give up everything in our freedom for our children. And I was like, that is a no for me. <laughs> I will never be a narcissist mother, but I also am not going to forget my identity as all my hyphens, all my commas, just because I add mother to it at the beginning. Like, I, I just refuse to do that. And I still stand by that. And I, I just feel that there's such... And all the mommy blogs and all of the videos, everyone's like, this is how it happens. This is how it goes. You give everything to your children to the point that you have nothing. And like, you have to lose yourself. And then you have to learn self-love and self-growth. And I was just like, I'm a no for that. I will never do that. I will follow up about 
that in another episode in another teaching because as much as I said, I will not do it. I did it in a different way when it came to my business and I will talk about that. But um, yeah, this this experience was huge for me and I was just digesting it and watching it and being like, that was amazing. There's evidence of change and evidence of growth in so many ways just in one interaction or one visit with my mom. The second one I want to talk about because that one was full of like, it was like four different things I just talked about. But the second one is actually a little bit cleaner and like straight to the point. All my life, I have been a very creative person. I'm the only girl and I would go into my bedroom and I would close the door and paint and draw and move the furniture and make my own clothes. And so, you know, again, we could talk about attachment styles, but at the end of the day, I am a person who thrives in isolation. We could also talk about the fact that I'm a projector. I like to be around people and then disappear and do my own thing and rejuvenate and get clarity. And then I bring it back out into the world. So if you follow me on social media, you know, that's my, my stelio. But like as a girl, I would go in the room and close the door and create and then I would come out and share with my mom or I would invite my brothers into my bedroom and I'd have all these creation stations <laughs> and I would teach them things. We'd make bookmarks or I would read to them. And she was like, you've always been a person who loved people, but also loved your alone time. And somewhere in our life journey, we often forget who we truly are, who we've always been, what our lifestyle has always looked like, even if it was through the context of just a bedroom. And now the context is like my whole life. I'm always wanting to travel into my and create these experiences, micro experiences that I get to contain myself in. And then I make stuff. And so what I've been looking at is like somewhere in life, we sometimes forget that. Like through our evolutions, through our changes, through the ways we have impact, how our businesses grow, how our visibility changes, how we get recognized, who we work with, what relationships, like all these different changes that we go through, sometimes, oftentimes, all the time, we disconnect from the roots of our person. Or, and we're in this journey of constantly healing and seeing what is truly us and what was like harmful conditioning or coping conditioning that we abandoned the truth of who we are. And my mom so beautifully illustrated this or brought this to life for me, illuminated it for me, actually, is what I will say, because she turned to me as we were in the first Airbnb and she said, you've always been this way, Ash. This has always been you. You've always been adventurous. You've always been curious. You would never settle for what you don't like. You've always outspoken. You always can speak right to the heart of the true thing that's going on with someone, not just like the surface level or the band-aid or the mask. You've always gone off into your own world and created and then come out and shared it with people. You did this your whole life, remember? Since you were a little girl, remember? And I was like, I got teary-eyed and I was like, you're right. And the reason being is I was feeling guilt and was having some tension around needing this space with my mother, but subsequently needing space from everyone, like from my fiance, from my home, and just wanting to be with me and my dog in a beautiful space so I can create. And I just wonder, and I don't even have to wonder because if I go and sit down, I've just been enjoying my space. But if I go and sit down and talk to my ancestors about this, I know that there is a bigger story, a bigger system around this of women abandoning who they are and what they really need to thrive and to have their cup overflowing because of the pressure of their, of their business or their partner or their rules or the 
culture or the legislation or whatever it might, or the money or whatever it might be. And when she pointed this out, I was like, thank you. Even me, I needed to be reminded that this is rightful for me to be here with you and then for me to extend my stay to have the space that allows Ash to thrive. And when Ash thrives, everyone around her thrives. That's how us women, that's how we women, and that's definitely how I work. And I was like, you know what? I know this about myself, and yet I was not honoring it. I was making the truth of who I am wrong. It was a mother's love that brought me back to myself in that moment. So I hope that this episode of It's Still Happening gives you permission to receive the nourishment, the mothering, the care, the love, the rest, the being held that you need from wherever you get mothered, even if that mothering is from yourself. Allow yourself to mother you and to receive the mothering you need. And if you do have a mother in your life, if you do have a maternal figure in your life, and if you don't, then let's do ancestral healing so you can feel the loving energy of all of the women down your maternal lineages around you and with you. I've done that myself, especially in my paternal and father lines, to feel the mothers and the men, and the case that I'm giving the men, give me the fathering that I did not receive from my fathers. It's possible. But even if you're not doing ancestral healing work, I want you to open up to receive the mothering that you need, wherever it's coming from. And that you remember who you've always been and how your mothering figure, whoever they were, saw you in your best, in their best moments, and the clarity of their eyes and love when they had it, whether it was every day or just once a month or once a year, right? Like we have a lot of complexities in our relationships, but in that one moment that you can remember that there was some love or some reverence or care, look through their eyes at who you truly are and allow their care to remind you to live and operate from the seat of your identity, the seat of how you operate best, how you express yourself best, and how you want to move forward in your life and in this world. I think that feels complete. There's a lot that I can say, but I don't want to ramble. And I just want to honor all of us who are mothering in our own ways, all of us who come from mothers. So I want to honor all of our mothers and I want to honor all of our maternal lineages who lived, loved, mom, nurtured, sacrificed, encouraged, right? Nourished, protected, all of us in the ways that they could, as best they could, under the circumstances, under the unhealed, inherited, ancestral and personal trauma as best as they could, all right? So I'd love to hear your feedback and thoughts about this. I think I'll be writing a lot more about this experience because, I don't know, I feel like I grew as a woman because of spending this time with my mom and being mothered, (laughs) which is surprising. As you can see, I'm a little like, still integrating and digesting and in awe, in awe. So I hope you had a beautiful Mother's Day. I hope that you honor yourself as mother because all of us are nurturing something in our lives, even if it's only ourselves. And that you go forth with having the best day that you possibly can, knowing that you are here for a reason and have a role to play. 
in this world, in your community, and in your lineage. Thank you for being here with me. Shout out to my mom. I love you. Thank you so much. That's a wrap for this episode of It's Still Happening. Thank you for listening in and being a part of my journey. It means so much to me. Here's what's next. I'd love to know what you got out of this episode. So leave a review about it before you go. And afterwards, make sure that you rate, subscribe if you aren't already, and share this podcast on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Ash Inspires. And if you'd like to connect on a deeper level, check out my website and hop on my email list. All the links you need are in the show notes. Until next time, may you continue walking your unique path of freedom with conviction, courage, and compassion. I'm sending you love wherever you are.